0: i realize people don't want to burn to death Mm -hmm. and i realize you Mm -hmm. don't want to get hit by a car or get knifed in a back alley i get it Mm -hmm. like i understand that but once you're dead you're dead so you might as well like literally one of my favorite quotes and i i've heard it before but i just read it the other day that you guys have all heard i'm sure like every man and woman has two lives right Mm -hmm. and the second begins when they realize they only have one
1: We talk a lot about being present, right? Really understanding. And you literally just painted a picture of it. Is coming into Dallas, weather, whatever. Nobody is really present in the moment. They're probably nobody. thinking about, okay, hey, what I got to do when I'm getting to this place. Or, hey, what I've got the rest of the weekend. Or, what I've got you know, next week. This project that I've got to do. And that's one thing we've... And the three of us collectively, we talk about and we struggle with. Because we're always thinking about, what, okay, what are we working for? We're working for that. We're going to this. But you intentionally and and you talk about it quite a bit on your videos and uh and 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 the things that you do is like man there's so much beauty around us there's so much to be thankful for and and even all the you know we kind of joke about oh you got to be ready for a bear attack or a plane crash or all these things but you're so present hyper focused in that moment on the moment Mm -hmm. and tell us what that does in in having that ability but then also the perspective when you do come to and I'll call it civilian life or yeah. normal you know yeah. living at home and yeah. and you know being able to go to the grocery store the perspective shift that you have and the appreciation for life
0: well it's like you know being in this room for instance right where this is pretty controlled scenario mm-hmm. but there's a lot of really if we if we were forced to spend the whole day in here, all of us have other things going on or whatever. And you know, like the young man that's producing the show, like I didn't get to meet him or
2: mm, figure that's out what's what, like. Jayden. He has his jam. jams,
0: so he has he has he's an individual, right? So like, there's something interesting in his brain right now that I could probably draw from. But I'm not maybe going to get the opportunity to learn from him, or like you know, the some of your decor like whatever, just the cameras, like really getting to know one another. Like there's a lot of things that if we were forced, like if somebody came and locked the door and said, Hey, you five idiots are in here for five days. Like Mm -hmm. at the end of those five days, we'd be like, yeah, all of us got to watch all of us pee and poop right over there in that corner. (laughs) And, um, we all talked about literally we took it, you know, you guys are asking me about sensational things that happened in my life, but there's a lot of things that weren't sensational that happened mm-hmm. in my life. But we would get to sit in here and talk about all the sensational and unsensational things that all of us have experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'd really get to know one another. It would be it would be a connection that wouldn't fray or break probably for a very long time. Mm-hmm. None of us, well, you got gentlemen are friends, but none of us are necessarily like truly friends as of yet or whatever, like we're getting to know one another, but you know, there's something to be won by having that presence, you know, and then coming back from the wilderness, you almost feel sorry for people. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and I think about this too. I think about this with like Green Berets and Delta guys and Mm -hmm. Navy SEALs. Like they come back and they must be like, I want to shoot all of you in the head. Like this has got to be, you guys don't even know what living is. Like I just got done hiking through the mountains while getting shot at, rockets shot at me, airplanes shooting at me rescuing people in country, rescuing Americans in country, you know, like I have a parasite. I, you know, cut my toenail on accident. You know, I have a toothache and I still am getting shot at and I have a freaking tooth abscess. Mm -hmm. Like it's a baby version of that, right? The military guys have something that they're addressing too. And I think about those guys, but like when I'm coming back, I'm like, you know, like, everything is better right yeah pizza is better you yeah, know yeah. sex is better you know conversation is better driving a car where you can turn a radio on you're just like that's <laughs> <a> freaking amazing <laughs> yeah. like i'm turning a wheel like i didn't yeah. have to walk here yeah. you know usually everywhere we go you're putting an 80 pound pack on and then you're all collectively talking like you know and we're not out there putting our 80 pound packs on going this is a great day, huh guys? Mm-hmm. Like, this is just fantastic. We have to go all the way to that mountain. You know, we're putting our backpacks on and like, you know, Williams next to me going, I, yeah, it's a dream job. Yeah. yeah. It's a dream job, you know, and it is, right. yeah. it's amazing. But like, he knows that we're about to lose 12 to 15 pounds over the next yeah, yeah, two and a half weeks mm-hmm. or whatever. Like we can't carry enough food, right? Yeah. We hope to find water every day because otherwise we're going to get super dehydrated and then we're going to have to backtrack to last water and, you know, and then like getting cliffed out, right. Climbing this whole mountain to go, Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. We'll go through that passage a shortcut. We'll get there in half a day. And you get there and you're like, Oh, it's a thousand vertical feet straight down. We can't get through here. We have to backtrack all the way up top and go around or whatever. But when you come home, it's just like, all the comforts are really comfortable, yes. but they also start robbing you of that experience mm-hmm. almost immediately, which is why we're all so fat and our minds mm-hmm. are all so yeah. degraded. And it's why we're so afraid of this pandemic because, like, I never have really understood why people are afraid to die because you're dead. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I, I realize people don't want to burn to death, mm-hmm. and I realize you mm-hmm. don't want to get hit by a car. Or get knifed in a back alley i get it mm-hmm. like i understand that but once you're dead you're dead so you might as well like literally one of my favorite quotes and i i've heard it before but i just read it the other day that you guys have all heard i'm sure like yeah, every man and woman has two lives right mm-hmm. and the second begins when they realize they only have one mm-hmm. right and that's really like we all lot. sit here like oh I mm-hmm. You know, like you can't, people say live life like you're dying. You can't. That's impossible. None of us would be doing a podcast right now if we're living life like we're doing. We'd be with our families. Mm -hmm. We'd be with loved ones or we'd be doing something crazy that we want to do one more time. We'd be selfish. And so you can't live life selfishly because that's what you would do if you were Mm -hmm. living life as though you were dying. But you can live life to the fullest so rather than like i could have very we could have very easily done this over the phone mm-hmm. i didn't want to do this over the yeah, phone i didn't want to do really this over zoom i want to shake your hand i want to come yeah. to the studio i want to see it so i flew my crew flies in tomorrow afternoon so i wanted to fly in a day early i was in colorado yesterday so i flew home i was home for a minute literally got up this morning at four thirty. drove to the airport and but this is worth it to me because yeah. this experience is better than us hopping on a Zoom mm-hmm, call. And, absolutely. And yeah. uh, I wanted to earn this day and just be, Man. do this. And Shhh. and then seeing the gnarly storms, like I was literally driving here, I was like, if I don't die in this, yeah. it's going to be a funny little story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Right. Hey, Talk
2: to us about what your son, you, you mentioned something when you walked in about your son. He had a dream.
0: Yeah, he's been dreaming um, that I'm dying, going to die on a trip. Mm-hmm. So um, he's five and he's been, yeah, he's just been, he's been getting upset and just dreaming that, that I'm going to die. And so, um, I was with him yesterday and, and, um, and I, I just said, I'm going to Dallas buddy. And I just came home from Colorado and I was like, I'm going to Dallas buddy. And he's like, are you going to come home? And I was like, I promise you that I'm always going to fight like hell to mm-hmm. come home. I can't guarantee you I'm coming home because daddy has a dangerous job, but I'm going to fight like hell to come home every time, mm. you know? So, you know, like if like well, if you're a police officer or fire yeah, or whatever, yeah. like you can't, if you're a police officer, you can't look your kid in the face and be like, daddy, daddy's coming home tonight. Yeah, I promise cause you that I'm yeah. Yeah. no idea. Yeah.
1: yeah. How so, has your perspective shifted since you've had, uh, is, is, is your son, your, is that your first? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And it, it was, oh, instantly I was just like, um, holy shit. Like I was in Australia and like a, a couple of things happened in Australia that were, you know, they weren't dangerous, but like suspect you know you get charged <laughs> by a buffalo or like crocodiles or he you said know. that not dangerous not dangerous. <laughs>
1: no. well <laughs> you know like not imminent danger <laughs> yeah. you know like <laughs> compared um, to the tigers it's nothing <laughs> yeah.
0: but i started thinking like oh man you know first thing i did was um went and jacked up my life insurance yeah. like way mm. way up and yeah. and uh, it was funny because the insurance lady <laughs> she handed me a sheet of paper and they had all these things on there like check the things that you do
1: Uh, i'm 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 just a biologist (laughs) so i did i said (laughs) she's like oh
0: yeah you might not be insurable like she's we might have to go like do extreme sports type right which i don't do but she's like we might have to do that that type of policy right right you know like a motocross racer Mm -hmm. or a uh, whatever those guys do and
1: it's not like you can hide it because they just literally because like you, you on youtube you type in donnie it's not donnie <laughs> Wahlberg, it's not it's donnie vincent <laughs> on, yeah, yeah, and no. then
2: your videos pop up right yeah, yeah. so it's well, like, well, you're like oh shit I can't yeah. really lie yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> on, yeah. The, hey, on a cliff like this yeah. just walking with an yeah. 80 pound pack yeah
3: <laughs> you, you know we're all we're all parents of you know tyler and i both have four-year-olds you, you two have five-year-olds and and we talk a lot about, you know, it's it's the pursuit of success personally, you know, in our careers and what we want to accomplish there, but then it's also giving time to our kids yeah. and, and not missing that. So how do you personally handle that balance there? And I know it's not a balance that's the buzzword, but yeah. I mean, how do you handle wanting to pursue your personal career, but also wanting to pour into your son?
0: Yeah, it's tricky because uh, I'm gone for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, um, but I, and I'm not, I think a lot of people cease being an individual when they're a parent. Mm-hmm. They instantly go, yeah, I'm here for that one right there. Well, I'm I'm not. He's him. I'm me. I have a job to do. He'll have a job to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like, when he gets older, I don't want him being like, I really want to be a race car driver, but I got to take care of my dad because he bounced his head off a curb years ago, and now he's mm-hmm. drooling all over himself. I would want him to go live his life, mm-hmm. and I'll figure out my side. And so... Um, the balance thing for me is as present as I can be where I am, what I'm doing. And then when I come home, same, super present. Like I'm with him, buddy, we're going bass fishing. We're going to go hiking. We're going to go swimming. We're going to go paddle boarding. Like, like what, what do you want to do? And I keep thinking about this stuff because you don't want to spoil your kid because I realize the harder life is for him, the better it's going to go. Yeah. So mm. I yep. will create mm. obstacles for him or life will create obstacles mm-hmm. for him and I'll embrace those obstacles. But he's going to get spoiled because I'm like, I'm taking him as soon as he's strong enough and old enough. Like I'm taking him to go do all of this. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I would, and I would say, again, like you said, we're just getting to know each other, but I would say he's spoiled because he has a father that is showing him how to live life to the fullest. Right. And he sees the example of someone that has said, okay, from the very beginning. He followed where he felt like he was led, where his passion was, and then he went and pursued it. Worked like hell to get there, but is working to continue fulfilling that that purpose that he was created to yeah. do. And so that to me, that's he has such an advantage, and he has he's so blessed because of that. Oh, he's yeah. Such a character. Too. <laughs> I, I was
0: picking him up yesterday at preschool, and and um, there's this little long haired boy in his class, and he goes grayson's dad his name's grayson he goes grayson's dad have you eaten a bear yeah i've eaten lots of bears and he's like huh so we got in the truck and i said grayson why did why did he ask me that and he's like i told him you eat bears and i don't think he totally believed me (laughs) (laughs) so he's at that age now he can brag yeah there's another dad in there that's a big guy fit guy and you know and um the teachers tell me one day that the other kid was like, My dad, I, I think my dad's stronger than your dad. And uh-huh. grace was like, I don't know, man. And they're going, My dad's stronger than your dad. <laughs> yeah, and it, um and classic. she said that right at the end there, and just goes, Well, my dad's a bear hunter. <laughs> and she said the other kid was just like, <laughs> Hmm. Just oh, okay. <laughs> so well, kind of trail off Well, this funny. conversation's over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: But yeah, he's um yeah, but that's I just try to be yeah. as as involved like I love that. What are we gonna do? And I just figured out—not just figured out, but I figured out recently—that he's gonna love fishing. So, and I'm—I am gonna make him like if he doesn't want to be a hunter, that's fine. But I am going to make him kill an animal, yeah, break it down. Like he's gonna know where. Right. Because again, what happens
1: if we, again. With the uncertainty of everything that's going on, and I'm, I'm not going to get into that whole side of it, but, like, what happens if we don't have the luxury of grocery stores? What happens if we don't have, yeah. and you actually have to provide for yourself? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's a, a skill, because, like you said, that's what we came from. Like, you yeah. said it multiple times. Yeah. We came from hunters and gatherers. Like, yeah. that is what we did. Yeah. And we are, are so enabled to just be lazy and, mm-hmm. and, and just take, take, take. Mm-hmm. To go out and actually know how to do it. I mean, heaven forbid. And hopefully, it doesn't happen. But I mean, could you if imagine if everyone had to be fit?
0: Like, if you could take the people in your lives that are heavy. Don't set, get me started. If you could just take them and say, "Hey, you know, here's the deal. Like, you're no longer in charge. We're gonna we're gonna do this together. Right. We're gonna work on your diet. Then we're gonna go to the gym. Then we're gonna do. Or then we're gonna go rocking. We're gonna do these things." All these people, like I just saw them on the airplane. Guys standing next to me, and I'm just like, man, you have no idea what happiness lives in your body. Mm-hmm. You have no idea, like you think that pizza is gonna win you over, that jelly donut, that watching TV tonight is gonna win your life, and like literally, if I could have you for a week, yeah, mm-hmm. and just to chase fitness and to eat right, like you literally would never ever want to go back, right? Yeah, yeah. ever. You once you knew what you lived inside of you. You would never want to go back. Amen. Yeah, I love that. Amen.
2: I love that. Let me <laughs> ask you, man, what's, I mean, you've had so many experiences in your life. You've experienced more than damn near anyone. Dude, in, by in 20, life. he expo- yeah. experienced more than anybody. Yeah. So what's next, man? In your life, what's, what, what would you consider fulfilling or what does joy look like for you?
0: Um, I really love the work that we're doing right now. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I get torn. So there's two. I own a production company called Sigmanta. Manta. Um, and it's myself, Kyle Nicolite and um, William Altman, and then we have a musician named Casey Olson that uh, scores all of our music. So it's us, that's our company. And so we work on our films, mm-hmm. which take a backseat to our commercial work. Okay. So when we have a company that wants to hire us, film a 30 second commercial for a national ad whatever like they come first so they pay mm-hmm. us we go film it we tell we use our storytelling abilities to bring their company to life in their mm-hmm. you know yeah. I mean, yeah. so that stuff comes first our films come second so there's a little bit of a dichotomy there that is a, a yin and yang if you will like I really want to continue to create films I really enjoy mm-hmm. and I want to do I wish I could do that like literally right now but I'm I'm here in Texas with our partner True Velocity mm-hmm. and and so we're you know still it's going to be Super, super cool, right? I'm going to be Monday afternoon. I'm going to be on a rooftop somewhere in Dallas with a bunch of SWAT snipers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to be doing some really cool stuff in, in an undisclosed location. And mm-hmm. so that's really amazing that we get to tell those gentlemen's story and do it in regards to this uh, technological uh, ammunition. But I also want to create more documentaries. So happiness for me, like the future, I want to keep exploring. Mm-hmm. I want to remain to be a seeker. Um, and then I want to just try to earn a little bit more free time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to try to maybe, you know, and obviously that takes a bank account, right? If right. you are yeah. you know, and obviously everyone knows money doesn't buy happiness. Trust me. Like if you had enough money to buy a yacht, doesn't make you happy. Mm-hmm. means yeah. you have yacht problems. Like yeah. same right. with a helicopter or private jet, whatever. Like all of these things come with consequences and, mm-hmm. and a timeline. And so like, I would just want to free up my life a little bit more but even in saying that like I love what I'm doing mm-hmm. and I don't even know if like I've talked to my guys we have some opportunities in our lives to do well I mm-hmm. would say we have some things in the works and things that we're working on and and um and, and we do pretty well anyway but like some things that could be life-changing mm-hmm. I asked him like what happened? so if one of these things happens then what you know and they and they all just said no we just keep doing what we're doing right we just are more selective with our time mm-hmm. what is what earns our time mm-hmm. sometimes we have to do this because you know you have a truck payment right have yeah. to buy food or whatever so even though i don't want to do this the money is over here so we have to do this so mm-hmm. i would just say to have more yeah. more time and i would like to also move like I live in a great place right now but I would like to move to a place like I'd love to live like on an island on a, in a, in a there's a lake in northern Minnesota called um Lake of the Woods. It's mm-hmm. massive. Oh yeah. Yeah, millions of acres of water and I would love to live on an island there or buy a little point or something like that and mm-hmm. just like literally world-class fishing out my front door, oh, um, hunting, yeah. cold, you know, just mm. kind of immerse myself in being raw.
1: Right. Yeah. Are you someone that you could you could go live and not see a human for, I mean, outside of your family, not see another human for long periods of time. Oh yeah. If, if you were to choose where to live. Yeah. 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 I obviously do that. You, you choose to do that on hunts and, mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff like that. But, but
0: I like people as well. Like yeah. if, if I had my dream, if I was a billionaire, mm-hmm. if I had my dream job, um, I would take people hunting. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. I take inner city kids. Um, I had this guy, um, asked me this it pissed me off so bad but i had this guy everyone wants to talk about color these days mm-hmm. and so yeah. this guy i did an interview recently i with the university of madison in wisconsin and he's like yeah so he asked me about some movement right now to get kids of color doing diverse things and and uh, he asked me he's like well i'm sure you know about it and i said i have no idea what you're talking about he said well wouldn't you like to get kids of color hunting and i go who gives a shit what color they are? Right. Just I go, What I you what are you talking about? And he goes, well, you know, kids of color, like, they need opportunity. I'm like, kids of color have plenty of opportunity. Like, take kids that want to go hunting, hunting, whether they're white, black, right. Asian, inner city. Like, what if the kid that lives in the middle of the country wants to go hunting and his parents don't do anything or aren't mm-hmm. hunters or, mm-hmm. like, you know, does does a kid that wants to join a football camp like does he have to come from a neighborhood? Like, does he right. have to come from a rundown neighborhood? Mm-hmm. He could come from a ten million dollar home, and like his parents aren't even there to pay attention to him. Right. And like he might want to come play football. And like, how about we just find the kids that literally have the lust to go right. do these things? And then we mm-hmm. take those kids that yeah, don't. Yeah. They don't have the opportunity, but they have the lust to go do these things. And he was just kind of, it
3: was kind of yeah. crickets. Yeah. But I just hate all this. <laughs> That's not the yeah. answer he's looking like, for, dude.
0: Like, let's stop. Mm -hmm. yeah compartmentalizing exactly man but i would love like i would i and i say that but i would love to you know i would love to take a kid from the inner city Uh and just like dude i'm gonna melt your freaking mind like right you're literally our bathroom is over there yeah we have to hike a mile to get water so Uh that we have chores if you want it to be warm tonight in the teepee like we got to go cut wood Uh then we got to stock a caribou and you're gonna shoot it. and You're gonna cut it up. I mean, I'd love to take that kid and then dump his ass back in the city and be like, "Yeah, you guys have no friggin' idea." Yeah,
2: like, yeah. yeah. So I'm I would a, love to do you that. Know what? Welcome worked, for the perspective. I work with the inner city group called C Five Texas, and we send our kids up to Wyoming. Oh yeah, to do a camp trip, and it's a it's a it's a week and a half. It's yeah. only a week and a half. Yeah. But they go out in the woods, and it's an experience, and they all come back, and it's the best experience. See, They've they've ever had it's first time they've been out of their neighborhood yep Mm. into a a position where you know they have to survive they got to figure out they got a compass they got to figure it out oh yeah and that's that's the greatest time to see the the smiles on their face when they come back
0: i would love that and i learned that stuff from michael like Mm, when michael was interviewing with me with men's health and he's like how do you feel when you have been hiking for 20 days i'm like well skinny Right. But you also feel euphoric. You feel strong. Like I remember last year, we were doing this gnarly hike. We did, um, and real athletes won't. Real athletes will be like, yeah, no problem. But we hiked 19 miles in six hours. The whole crew was where had over 80 pounds on their back. Mm. So we did 19 miles in six hours. Everyone had 80 pounds on their back. And we were getting to the trailhead, like, when we had that kind of, like, like you can start to see yeah. town. You can start, like, it's coming, right? Because mm-hmm. um, we were hiking out of the mountains into Anchorage, Alaska. So it wasn't like we were hiking to an airplane and flying out. Mm-hmm. We were hiking out. And I remember I took my backpack off. We were exhausted. And I did push-ups. We, we'll, do, we'll take our backpacks off and do a series of push-ups just to move your body in a mm-hmm. different way. Yeah. Yeah. Take kind of the, you know, because you guys know when you do something heavy, you start to just, you it's know, like inside, your up, yeah. shoulders right up to yeah. protect yourself. You know, yeah. you get all bound up. So we're doing push-ups. And like, I couldn't believe how tired I was. And yet I stopped doing push-ups because I was bored doing them. Like, my body didn't give out. Yeah. I was just sitting there just going, man, usually I can do mm. like 30 push-ups and then I'm gassed. And I'm just sitting there going. It was because I was so skinny, right? I'd yeah. lost so much weight right. on the trip that I was just sitting there doing push-ups. Like, man, this is freaking, I feel invincible right right now you know and so like michael taught me like hey they took inner city kids or even other kids and they immersed them without their phones that's the key is no phone they immersed them in the wilderness for three days and totally changed their cognitive retention totally changed their iqs totally changed their um creativity like Mm -hmm. oh so i'm physiologically when we do these things, we're physiologically changing our bodies for the better.
2: Right. You know, he
0: taught me that because he went and did all the research. Yeah. Right. Yeah. After doing the interview with me, he's like, well, now i got to go talk to this guy at Harvard who actually yeah. understands what you just right. sputtered right. at me right. in yeah.
1: sentence fragments. <laughs> and those yeah. statistics were crazy. Like yeah. just yeah. understanding yeah. like what being in nature actually phys- physiologically well, does for and you. And the
3: crazy thing was he was talking about even just seeing it on your computer screen. Yeah. The, the effect that has. can change, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. can change. Don't that. be lazy. Go see it for Right. No, no for do real. that yeah. for sure. But yeah. it's just amazing that connection there. Yeah. And, yeah. And, there's, nature and, and, and
1: I read a book a couple months ago that, that really changed. It was before I read Comfort Crisis. Um, it's called Get Your Life Back, and it's a faith-based book about – getting out in nature and what that does for your, you know, your faith journey. Yeah, and, yeah. and cause it, I mean, you, I think you can attest, right. It's a spiritual experience when you're out there and you oh, see yeah, it and yeah. you realize how insignificant you are, right. Mm-hmm. When you're, when you're, you know, rucking or hiking through this mountain range and you see how small you are and then, or like you're looking at caribou and you see, you know, a couple hundred caribou and how small they are on the side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And then when you get up to them, you're like, these are really large. Oh yeah large animals. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you, how, I don't know, just perspective of, Hey, maybe I'm not the center of the universe and maybe yeah, I'm yeah. not right. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. there is something bigger and more important than myself. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask you, so you've seen a lot of places and I think you had a quote, right? To, to see remarkable or to experience see remar- fantastic, fantastic, places. fantastic yeah. places you have to go. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. to experience
0: fantastic things. You have to put yourself in a fantastic place. That's mm-hmm. a, there.
1: So, yeah. Of the fantastic places you've been, what would you say, do you have a number one where you're like, there was an experience that, that I went through in this one place that has yet to be topped?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, the Arctic Circle would mm-hmm. be just, it's incredible. It's just so wide open like mm. if you guys ever get a chance to go you should go and if you ever want to go i'll freaking take you But okay it's just, fine but <laughs> it's just wide open and seeing you know like watching caribou migrate mm-hmm. it's like watching planet earth yeah you know and then you're seeing like oh there's a pack of wolves oh they're hunting that caribou and like, oh yeah and you're watching them and just like it's it's an, and then the northern lights right you're sitting there and yeah. at night and you're have you,
1: have you guys ever seen them
2: no i've heard a lot uh, it's like oh yeah. it's yeah. wild, and, and i
1: i didn't see a great not that i played football in edmonton uh, oh, yeah, in okay. alberta and and we'd get out out of town you know it, you'd see it better but to be up there and oh, it's God. what are you seeing
2: what are you seeing i mean describe that so the it's northern lights
1: it looks like
0: you're being punked mm. it looks like a sci-fi movie yeah. like you Like what we do, it takes a clear cold night. So when we're up in the Arctic and we know it's going to, like if there's cloud cover, we don't even set our alarms. But if it's going to be really cold that night, I'll literally set my alarm for 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 Mm a.m. And then we'll get up. When my alarm gets off, I'll literally get up. And it's funny because we've broken it down to kind of science. I'll literally get up, open the tent. If they're not out, I just zip it up and tell William, like, hey, go back to sleep. Like, they're not out. But if they're out, I'm like, hey, like. Dude, you gotta get up. Right. Like, you're gonna go film this stuff. And but you look and it's literally insane green, purple, red, and you're looking at it, and you know, it, and it's just literally shape-shifting. Just dancing. Right mm. above, and literally, like you'll see a spike just like mm. go right back up to the sky, and just it's and it's I mean, it's almost blinding at times. Yeah. Wow. And you're gonna see like this big, huge snake, and she's just going. And then all of a sudden, you'll see a wall. looks like a storm. looks like a wall cloud is coming, you know, pink or oh purple. Gosh. And just literally. So many different colors, huh? Oh, mm. it's
3: insane. That's wild.
0: Okay. It's intense. It's so intense. And then you just sit out there, and you're like, I have to hike super far tomorrow, so I have to go to bed. But you're just. Mesmerized. <sighs> yeah. I mean that place is the Arctic is just so cool for me because it's just the wolves and the grizzlies and the caribou and moose. And you have to fly in the you know, you fly in the mm. airplane to get there and you know the airplane bounces on the tundra and you know, you get out and the airplane sputters and takes off, you know. And mm. have you guys ever seen um Walt Disney's uh, Never Cry Wolf? No. You should watch no. that movie. It's okay. It's probably no, my probably. favorite movie of all time and it's just It kind of mirrors my life. Yeah, there's a book by Farley Mowat called Never Cry Wolf. It's about a biologist. They they have this idea that the caribou are being decimated by wolves, Mm -hmm. right? So they're like, they hire this biologist, and they're like, hey, we're sending you up to the Arctic. You're going to go study wolves. The wolves are decimating the caribou herds. We need to figure out what's going on they sent him with dynamite. They sent him with rifles. They sent him with all this stuff. And they sent him with all this stuff that has no place in the Arctic, right? Because mm-hmm. no one knew what to send him with. So they sent him with all this stuff. Well, he goes out there and finds out, essentially, like, the wolves, while they are eating caribou, it's not what's decimating the caribou. They're eating as much redback voles, which look like mice. They're eating as many mice as they are, like, caribou, right? They're mm-hmm. only feeding on the caribou during the migration. Then the rest of the time, they're eating mice and all this stuff. And so this guy kind of goes, it's about his journey to go up into the Arctic and study wolves and figure out like, oh, the wolves aren't, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's really interesting. But like, there's a part in the movie where he's in an airplane and this guy's flying. Do you guys remember, um, I forget the guy's name, Brian something is the actor, the guy from um, Rambo First Blood. Hmm. Do you guys ever see that movie? I remember Rambo, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, so like the, the the cop that's harassing Sylvester Stallone in the movie where he's going to drive him out of town anyway. He's the actor, but he's a bush pilot, and he's flying, and this biologist is sitting next to him, and all of a sudden they're flying, and the engine stops. And he's like, Ugh. and the, the, the guy's just like,
2: <laughs> you
0: know, and, the, and the pilot's like, can you freaking believe this? I mean, uh. he's like, hold on. So he's digging, and they're like sitting there going, and he's like, hold, hold on to the stick there for me. Like He's digging for tools. <laughs> Then he goes He goes out of the airplane, opens the door, like, goes out. He's on the front of the airplane, like, whacking the engine with a wrench. And the guy's just sitting there, like, you know. Wow. And I just feel like it's a little bit of my life. But the Arctic just is so, you know, but you can find it. You can, you yeah. can find yeah. it. Right. I mean, okay. you can find it in this room, really. Like, if you're looking and you're paying attention.
2: So I got to ask the question. They don't want to ask, but I got to ask probably one of the things i (laughs) have you been in a situation life or death situation where animal wise wolves grizzly bears whatever have you been in those type of situations
0: oh yeah yeah i mean i've been charged multiple times by bears and um and we have a film called the other side i'm trying to kill this grizzly bear with my bow he's literally in this room like he's at that camera right there seven steps away from me eight and a half foot grizzly and I come to full draw and I'm totally present in the situation. Well, when you shoot a bow, you have a sight and then your arrow sits about two and a half inches below your sight on the arrow rest. And I was full drawn. I put my sight picture right on his thoracic inlet. I'm going to shoot an arrow right down through where his neck connects to his chest. It's going to go right through his chest hole and it's going to basically cut his aortic arch off the top of his heart. That's what I'm going to do. And he's going to die in seconds. And I come to full draw and he's walking right at me. And I release the arrow, and my arrow drills a stick. And, but I think I smashed him. Like, I think he's dead. And I'm just literally like, I shot him. And my friend Lance Kronberger's right here with a gun. And then William is filming it right here over my shoulder. And the bear, bear kind of backs up. And I'm like, oh, he's, I'm just waiting for him to literally tip over dead. And I'm just sitting there. And Lance goes, You missed. <laughs> oh. And I turn to him. And, I, and it's funny because I'm wearing a mic. And you can, my heart's just like, do, 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 You literally can hear my heart just double. My heart rate just, du- already it's up, right? Because okay. this grizzly, he was going to, there was a big round bush. He was walking right at us. And I thought he was going to go left or right and kind of can't and just continue on in a diagonal fashion. I was going to kill him when he walked by right or left. So I'm sitting there and he's walking up to that bush. But then I can see he kind of sees me through the bush so he instead of going out he comes around the bush to me so now i have a frontal shot on him a quarter and two frontal shot so i miss and then lance is like you missed him
1: so it like, hit a stick and ricocheted? hit a
0: stick and deflected down oh my so then i turn i grab another arrow and i knock it and now I'm freaking out, right? Mm-hmm. Now you know how they say, like, everyone has a plan in a fight until yeah. you get punched. You got punched yeah. yeah. I got punched. Yeah. <laughs> my plan was out the window. I don't even know who I am right now. Yeah. So I come to full draw, and the bear starts coming. Boo, boo, boo. And I come to full draw, and I literally just rip my release trying to, like, make something out of nothing. And my arrow goes right in front of him. And he just pulls up, and then he just continues. And Lance literally goes, Ch-ch, loads his gun. And from his hip, he just turns and shoots. And the bullet hits the bear in the head but just in the muscle mm. and just flattens the bear. Just boom. He's on the ground and we're, all of our ears are ringing because he just shot a gun literally right next <sighs> to us and we're like in a dream sequence, right? Mm. We're just sitting there going,
2: oh, whoa.
0: And then I'm looking at the bear and I can see like the bear's blinking and he's trying to stand up and he's just not even breaking eye contact, right? He's just blinking and he's like, as soon as he gets his wits about him he's coming so i'm like lance hit him again so he shoots him again he shot him again shot him again shot him like four times killed the bear well when we scun the barrel because we still like we still have to carry everything out right Mm, even though it didn't go the way we wanted like this is hunters have bad days too Mm. right and so well the bullet had just bears have this massive kind of muscle that rides on the side of their top of their head that kind of forms a part. Mm-hmm. And the bullet had just went through some of that muscle. So he was totally fine.
3: Oh my gosh. Like
0: literally we grazed his scalp, mm-hmm. but it knocked him out. Right. right. So, so there was that. And then like, you know, there's been a couple of times with like, this wasn't as scary, but like I ran, I was walking in the leaves in Australia one time, barefoot going to my tent. It was like midnight and I see a snake in the leaves. And I was like, and I love snakes. So I'm like, Oh, you guys, there's a snake. And so when I look and it's an Eastern Brown snake, which is like, yeah. you know, top five. Like mm. if he bites you, you're done. Right. Or yeah, you're done. Yeah. You're done in 45 minutes probably. Um, if he dumps his venom into you, you're going to have a bad day. So I see the snake and I'm like, so I get down close to it and we grab cameras. And, and then um, I said to the guy that I was hunting with, a good friend of mine named Nick Joyce, I said, hey, I'm going to, I want to touch him. He's just hanging out.
1: And you knew at this time what it was.
0: Oh, yeah. I knew exactly what it was. And so I was like, I want to touch him, Nick, but I just want to like, I just want to touch the very tip of his tail. Just not to say that I've touched one, but kind of to say that I've touched one. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to be like, <laughs> again, I'm like being hyper present, just like kind of one. Maybe a and little so, too present. <laughs> so Nick's like, nah, mate, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, they strike so fast that before you even before your mind even registers like get out of the way like you're, you're it, done. You'll, you'll be bit. Right. so he, he we had this knife that we were using to cut up we we're actually eating a kangaroo where he's using this <laughs> knife and he <laughs> takes the knife and he, he's like watch mate and he touches the tip of its tail and that snake like i've watched rattlesnakes strike i've been bitten by multiple non-venomous yeah. snakes that snake bit that knife in like a third of a like it was just so it was uh, mm. it was. Uh, I was like, "Oh my word!" And he bit the bit the knife, and then he turned and he slid away. You know, and I was just and Nick looked at me. and I was like,
2: "Oh my a good call!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Holy shit! <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, like, whoa! And so like, I've just had things like that. I've had, um, you know, just different black bears you mm. know, charging and mm-hmm. people. You know, it's less scary because they're not as big as a grizzly or brown bear, but they actually kill way more people than. There's a lot more black bears and a lot more black bears where people live. So Mm. way more people Mm. get killed by a black bear than killed by a grizzly bear. But when they're, I don't care if they're 125 pounds when they're charging at you and they're gnashing their teeth. Cause they're, when a bear charges you, they are trying to intimidate you because they are afraid. Mm. They are trying to bluff you out of their area away from their food. They're trying to, but sometimes like a light switch is flipped and they're calm. They're going to come like they think you're here to hurt their cubs or you're here to steal their dinner and they're like, I'm so worked up. I'm going to make contact with Mm -hmm. this guy in Baltimore. And I've, I've never been hit by a bear, but you know, there's been things like that, but mostly it's by and large, um, weather. Mm. That's Mm -hmm. what's scary is the airplanes and then the weather, like, um, Mm. probably the closest I've come to real death. There's been a couple, but we had one, two years ago in um, out on the Aleutian chain in Alaska, like out mm. towards Russia, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. 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 so Alaska has a really long, so here's right. the peninsula. So we're way out on Adak Island, and we are going in the the Bering Sea. Like, you guys have all seen Deadliest Catch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. We're in a very large, small boat. <laughs> so it's like a 35, 40-foot vessel. So, like, if it was parked in your parking lot, you'd be like, holy cow, that's, that's a big it. boat. In right. the Bering Sea, it's a very tiny boat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a really tiny boat. <laughs> right so we're in this boat and like we had two engines one of the engines went out and the seas are disorganized so there's wind current and tide and instead of like you guys have all been in the ocean yeah. right and the mm-hmm. way it's like even on a bad day you're fishing or going to the beach or whatever and you know you're sitting there like mm-hmm. oh this kind of sucks like i'm getting seasick or mm-hmm. just like boom well not here here it's like you took something in your kitchen sink or your bathtub and just kind of like made a they bunch of waves pop all up. these spikes are where. all disorganized. And so like, you know, we're in these seas that are like, I don't know. I mean, if I said they were 20 foot waves, I'd probably be lying, but they were 20 foot waves. Like mm. they're, they, it was a wall and like, we're skidding down the wave in the boat. One of our engines is out. So we're on one engine. And we're skidding down, and then and then as we get to the bottom, this other wave is coming over the top mm. from the opposite direction. And then sometimes we're at the top of a wave, and then literally the ocean just falls out. And you're like.
2: Just falling. Just.
0: Boom. <laughs> you know, and like you're watching the captain literally get thrown out of his chair across the boat, and then he's scurrying back to get the wheel, which is spinning out of control. Ugh. and it, that you Mm. know and it's like and he's looking back at us going i he he wanted us all in the cab because he's like hey if we get rolled all the way over the boat will right itself but you'll be out out and he's like and i can't even all i'm going to do is radio the coast guard and be like the body fell out here He's like we're not turning around we're not picking you up Mm. like it's not happening so you're going to be dead and probably in that water pipe 15 minutes maybe less Mm. maybe 10 minutes you're going to be immobilized like you're not swimming so, like, holding on for dear life, but I didn't want to be in the cab because, you know, it's that – you want That's to be crazy. in a little bit of control. Um. Right. You're like, if I'm in the cab, I'm out of control. I'm – like, if the vessel sinks, which, you know, they're not designed to do, but, like huh. – but The if it engines rolls, weren't
1: designed to die either. Yeah, so. and yeah. so, like,
0: you know, that one was uh, – I mean, that that felt like I was – and I'm not a pilot, so – yeah. I can't fly a plane, but that felt like I was really out of like, control. Like we were yeah. really out of control. Like mm. I could see it in the captain's face. You know, he's an amazing boat captain, but it's like the water, there's no reprieve. Mm. There's, you can't even see shore. You don't need like r- Russia is closer to you. Like mainland Alaska is 1,200 miles behind mm. you. And it was just like when we got through that, I was like, okay, okay. And I was killing a caribou. I had to hunt a caribou for a film mm-hmm. of ours called Winds of Adak. And um, when we found the herd of caribou that we were going to hunt, like literally, Corey the boat captain, he goes, "You have," he goes, "Donnie, you have one hour." So this is to speak to your point about being a hunter. He goes, "You have one hour." Have you guys seen the film? No. Yet, okay, no. so you guys I saw. I saw the no. preview for yeah. I haven't.
1: I, I, I will.
0: So he goes, "You have one hour to find the bull, kill it, and get it back on this boat, or we might not make it home tonight because the stretch that we have to go through." is like he's reading the current charts. Uh He's like the wind, the current, the tides, if they mash together in this window and that's the same window that we have to go through there in the dark. Right. He's like, we might not make it Mm. like physically not have to turn around all lives lost on the vessel. Wow. And so he's like, you have one hour. So I get to shore and as we're rolling to shore and I don't want to ruin it for you guys, but as we're rolling to shore, I see a bull caribou. I'm like, Oh, there's a bull. And then I, I'm kind of noticing, and I realize this bull is entangled. He is stuck in a giant ball of fishing rope, like like um, like crab trap rope, yeah. like ropes they use to yeah. so pull. He's all tangled. So he was probably sparring with this rope as a young bull, kind of practicing fighting other bulls and getting his neck ready to kind of go through this mock fighting, and they'll fight anything, right? A mm-hmm. tree, a bush, anything. Well, he started fighting with this rope, and – as we get to shore, I notice, like, he's choking himself to death.
1: Mm. As his as uh, antlers, yeah, antlers it's grow. His, his antlers just, are all... tighter and tighter. Yeah, and he's just...
0: Oh. He's just in a... He's going to die. And so I was like... And I had my knives packed in my backpack because we were going across a really rough piece of mm-hmm. ocean in the Zodiac raft. So I didn't want to... So I'm like, the guy that I was with, his name's Scott. I'm like, Scott, give me your knife. And he gives me his knife. And, and so then we... Took like 10 minutes to cut that bull free. Like he's trying to kick us and, you know, Goris. I'm like, we have to rescue. Like, you can't leave an animal. I'm here to kill a caribou, but not this caribou. So, like, I have to cut him free and let him free so he has a chance at his life. And then I'll go kill the bull that I want to kill. So, we did all that. And it took us like an hour and 45 minutes. So, we are 45 minutes late to get back on the boat. Tyler goes the best light. Yeah, it was a long road
1: home. <laughs> Being late?
2: Man. It was I'm a long about, road. Like, Man. It was a I'm long road. About. All right, so how was that? Like, that uh, So now you get back on that boat. Is the captain looking at you like, mother? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's yeah. like,
0: he, he he basically was like, you did really well, but we got to go. Like, you did really well, but we got to go. Mm. And, like.
1: He, There's not an option just to, like, stay there for the night?
0: No, no. No, the water's too rough. Yep. <sighs> like, it's too unsettling. The tides are too big, like the tide drops too much for that boat. So where he would have to safely anchor the waters, it's walls of water. Oh Oh my God. And so like we had to steam back. And so it was like, we got going, you know, and we're like, okay, okay, this isn't so bad, you know? And then like you literally all of a sudden you just see a black wall on the horizon. It literally looks like a black wall. And you're like, there's no land over there. Mm. It's like, what's that? Well, that's the, this is this transition between these two currents and the wind and the waves. It was like, okay, so we're I literally we're all in. And it's one of those things where like, it's almost like getting on a roller coaster, like waiting in line for a roller coaster, you're fine. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you get in the roller coaster and push the thing down on your lap, you're still fine. Click, click. click. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Once that thing takes off, you're like, oh. Yeah, I'm in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in it. <laughs> Potential energy has become kinetic energy, and I'm in it. Like, this is what we're doing right now. And so that's, like, as soon as we, like, you go over that first big wave, and it's like,
1: you're in it. Here we go. You're in it. Jeez. Man, what, right.
3: I, what I keep thinking, just this, listening to all these stories, just the perspective that yeah. you have gained in your life i guess the thought that i keep it's like the little petty stuff that i worry about i'm like that means nothing oh nothing i was just recently i was with a friend of mine i drive a ford
0: raptor and recently i was with a friend of mine and i was got money out of an atm and i turned my wheel too sharp and there was one of those yellow poles Uh, just caved in the whole side of my truck and he's like (gasps) (gasps) no big deal dude it's just a truck yeah, like mm. they are making new ones right now. <laughs> yeah, they can fix this one. It's I mean, if, yeah.
3: If nothing else, go experience the stuff so that you can come back and yeah. have that perspective. Yeah. We yes. talk about it all the time. Go, yeah. go to a different part of town that you don't normally go yeah. to, and yeah. just meet people and serve people, and just yeah. get out of your normal yeah. routine. Yeah, Yeah.
0: So as subtle as it and is, contribute and like, contribute. don't go there to take pictures and watch. Ask a woman, like, can I help? I'm making this up, but, like, can I carry this bundle of sticks for you? Why are you carrying this bundle of sticks? Where are we going? Like, can I help your husband with the crop? Can I see your whatever? Like, immerse yourselves, and you really start to figure out who you are.
1: So,
3: hey, guys, hate to uh, break up the part two of our two-part conversation with Donnie Vincent, but we had to take a second to thank our sponsor, Chalk Talk Casino and Resort. Uh, Again, we've been talking about it for months now, the new expansion – Uh, is finally here, so go up there and check it out. While you're there, this Friday, the 3rd, uh, this is for the older crowd, like my man Darren, Ron White will be performing there live this Friday, the 3rd, and then on Saturday, the 4th, we've got Leonard Skinner. So go to the website, book your tickets. Always stuff going down up at Choctaw Casino Resort. Go check it out. Now back to the episode.
1: (sighs) Yeah, and I think with that, because... As a society, we're so wrapped up in like what we have going, you know, what's next, social media, this that. What is your advice to someone that's kind of just feeling like I've had enough? Like, and and talk through the impact that just getting out in nature really does. And we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but like, what is your advice to somebody that's open? Look, going out in the wilderness is not for everybody. I think you know. Yeah, I mean, I a think bunch it's if, naive to think that everyone has absolutely. to go out yeah, into yeah. the into the world. Yeah, wilderness. you
0: see these people that watch like Les Shroud of of um, I forget the name of his TV show, but like Bear Grylls that yeah. goes mm-hmm. on like and, and Survivor Man was yeah. Les Shroud like. Always when those share shows air, mm-hmm. then some dude in Alberta, like, puts on his windbreaker, and he's like, I'm going to go survive, and yeah. then they find him spotting, yeah. right? right. You know, and, <laughs>
3: Sounds and, like Darren. <laughs> <laughs> no, one does. he would never go out there. No, one, one does not.
0: One time Discovery Channel wanted to do a show with us, and, and they contacted me, and they're like, we want to do a show, and I was like, great, and they're like, and here's how every show, essentially, it's what they were saying, like, every show, you're going to start out you know, naked. And then you're just going to survive. <laughs> I was like, I'll, and they're like, for instance, like you'll be on the pack ice and like, you just start out naked and like you build a fire and build a shelter. I was like, I'll be dead in 15 minutes. What? <laughs> they're like, it, there, there is no, at some point there's no survival techniques that's going to get you there. At some point you need some luck. Right. Like you need to find someone's cabin. You need to like, you know, there's a bunch of things that kind of have to like line themselves out for uh, you to actually mm-hmm. be successful in some of these situations. Like, If I were to fall overboard in the Bering Sea, it's not like, okay, what's my first move? I'm going to tread water until I die. That's my first move because there's no place that I can swim. There's nothing I have on my person. There's no, like, I'm going to try to get back to the boat Mm -hmm. and maybe they're nice enough to maybe try to get back to me. And I'm going to try to connect those two dots until we get there. But like people that want to, I would say bite off little pieces. Mm -hmm. And first of all, social media, like you mentioned, our phones, I mean, I would challenge yourself to, to try and put your phone down as much as possible. Right, get yeah. like, and then you have some of these people that make businesses, right? Porn stars is the first thing that comes to mind, like the all the OnlyFans type stuff, or like the Gary Vee guy that's walking around the country giving advice and making all this money off social media and stuff, like. That's fantastic. Millions of dollars sounds awesome, but it is really a giant empty hole Mm. unless you understand who you are, Mm. where you're going, and what you want to do. Like, Mm. you can give somebody a stack. There you go. You have a stack of cash, and all you're going to do is take all your little demons, all right. your little dark secrets, and it's, everything's going to be accentuated until you burn out. Yeah. You're going to... F- there's got to be a purpose. There has to be a purpose. There's like, you have to purpose, understand yeah. who you are, what you yeah. really want to do, what good can you do. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you want if you want to immerse yourself in the wilderness, I would say, like, I would tell somebody, go to a safe place. Mm. You know, like, don't just go to a state park where there's creeps hanging out at night because people are way more dangerous than grizzly bears but yeah. like go to a go to a state park where there aren't you know creeps hanging out and do mm. a do a 2 mile trail try to camp one night yeah by yourself but make sure you have your gear list make sure you mm-hmm. buy a good tent not a Walmart tent a, a decent sleeping mm-hmm. bag you know have water have food have, realize what you're doing and go and go camp out a night and try to do it with someone though try not to do it by yourself like yeah. try to do these things and slowly immerse yourself and then you'll that lost of experience will grow. Like, hey, we're going mm-hmm. to the Grand Canyon. We're gonna hike in for ten days, and you know. But you have to measure all this stuff, and you have to understand where you're going. Because there's people that do this stuff every day. They like go to the Grand Canyon. They're like, I'm gonna hike down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon right. without water, and you're gonna <laughs> die. Yeah. Right? yeah, we
2: know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a guy, we work with Evan. Yeah. of the Grand Canyon without water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there's people all the time.
0: Is yeah. like. I do it in Dallas. Yeah. Oh, Dallas is in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> 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 desert is desert, right. and you yes. know, and, like there's, you know, and so you have to realize what you're doing. But you really can find quite a lot. Yeah, um, you know, and there's all these little places too. Well, there's a place in northern Minnesota called the Boundary Waters. It's millions of acres of wilderness. There's no motorboats allowed. It's wilderness connected by lakes, and it's a mm-hmm. canoe area. So people go up there. They get their maps out. And there's, there's literally no markings on the map other than like, you have to realize like, okay, so the shape of this, okay, this island shaped like a peanut and this island shaped like a peanut. Okay. So if we pile around the peanut then we go, if we go straight, it gets really narrow and that's how you have to navigate through this area. Mm -hmm. So like you're sitting in a canoe, like looking at pine trees, everything is pine trees, everything is rock, everything looks the same until you start picking it apart and then everything kind of looks different. And so like. You can do little trips like that, right? You can go to the Boundary Waters and just be like, I'm going to paddle to the other side of the lake, mm. set up camp for two nights, I'm going to paddle back. Uh, and then yeah. after that, I'm going to paddle to the other side of the lake, and I'm going to do a portage, which is crossing land with your boat and gear. I'm going to do one portage. I'm going to camp two nights, and I'm going to come back. Like You just start doing baby steps yeah. like that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I had a I had a young lady write me last year, I think, and she was like, I want to go on an elk hunt. I want to do it by myself. I want to go to Montana. I want to hike into the backcountry. I want to bow on elk and I want to like, what's your recommendation? I'm like, don't do this. Do not do this because mm. either you're going to have it all figured out. And then if you do, there's no reason you should be emailing me because you yeah. have it all figured out right. or B and B is a bad day. Yeah. Mm. And B involves search and rescue. And B mm. is going to involve you Absolutely. sitting on a rock crying and having no idea where you are, whether you're a man or a woman. And like, mm. and we've, I I've been lost. I've been so lost that I'm just like, I spent a couple of nights in the winter when I was in high school, hiking, deer hunting, no idea. Literally just made a decision with a friend of mine. Mm. He thought he knew where we were. He's like, oh, if we just go through this swamp, we both throw, fell through the ice. This is in high school. Fell through Ooh, the ice, soaking gosh. wet. Tried to stop. Didn't have fire starting stuff. Tried to stop. Our body started shutting down. It's like, okay, when we're walking, we're warm. So we know we have to walk. So I just said to him, like, okay, you pick the direction. I don't care. Oh we're not going to fight. You pick the direction, whatever direction you pick. We had a compass. We're going to walk in that direction until we hit something of civilization. We're in Minnesota. Mm. We're in a massive national forest, but we will hit something. Mm. And if we come into a lake, we're going to turn on and go the opposite direction. We're not going to go around the lake. We're just going to – we will pick our points and, you know, I'm like
1: found, – Found it ultimately. Yeah,
0: yeah. you figure yeah. it out. And so, like um, – <laughs> But, yeah, I, I would challenge somebody to – and I would challenge you in a number of different – like I would challenge you to read a book that of something you're curious about. I would challenge you to go to the mm-hmm. gym. I would challenge you to try to find your fitness. I would challenge you to try to change your diet and work more meat into your diet. And, and, and uh, you know, like there are so many things that you can change. Like yeah. do push-ups multiple times throughout the day while you're in your office. Like do – Burpees, do squats, do like little changes make mm. big change, mm. man, yeah. and I would really s- do.
1: I would say too, and, and you talked about it earlier. Like, don't tell me about it. Like, so if you go do this for a reason, like from a, from a health perspective, to go out and get in nature and to do something, don't do it to post it. Don't no. do it like I'll do it for you. There's yeah. something there's Absolutely. something powerful about just having that experience with yeah. yourself, mm-hmm. right? and I mean you obviously you shoot all, a lot of your excursions right because that's because that's what you do right it's become a job a, yeah you've right. got yeah but but when it's when you are going for yourself right and you're going to go out and experience find peace find stillness right mm-hmm. you don't need to go take pictures like cha- I, no. I would challenge someone just to leave your phone in your bag mm-hmm. if you bring it with you I mean I would suggest probably bring it with you especially if you're a novice at it right. um, but don't Go take pictures, a bunch yeah. of pictures to post oh, yeah. it, yeah, right? Yeah. It's it's actually experience it not through your phone screen, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and, and experience yeah. it with your own eyes, your own soul, yeah. and really yeah. feel it.
0: I, yeah. I did that once. Um, I was flying into the Arctic, and I don't even know why, but I was just sitting on the tarmac and getting ready to fly out, and I went on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was, like, live. And then it went live, and I was like, oh, it actually worked. Like, I'm 250 miles in the Arctic mm. Circle, and it it works. And so I just held my phone out the window and like we took off and flew through the mountains and i'm like it's going to work as long as it works and it's going to shut down so i just sat there and afterwards all these people were like why don't you just enjoy your time and why were you on your phone and well i was just trying to i don't recommend this i i I like what you're recommending but i was just trying to share it with other people and i wasn't sitting there looking at my phone going i wasn't facing it at me going like i'm going in the arctic like i was just holding it up to the window and i was literally looking for moose and caribou i was just and occasionally i go like this Done. Like, I knew in about, like, we flew over a mountain. I was like, it's probably done now. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. done. Like, yeah. put it away. Yeah. But, like.
1: But you've experienced it, right? Like, that's, it's totally different. Like, mm-hmm. you've been on 30-plus-day treks oh, yeah. up in the Arctic yeah. with nothing. Nothing, right? Yeah. So, so I, I totally get it. It's like, so nice. Yeah. It,
0: it, like, when you can leave your phone behind. and you disconnect and, uh, like that, man. Yeah. But
1: uh, I got one more question, and this is, and you mentioned it, um, eat more meat. So, of yeah. all of the. Of all of the hunts that you've had, one okay. What is your favorite mountain lion animal to hunt? Mountain not lion. not
0: not oh, to okay. hunt, but to eat. Mountain, okay. mountain lion's the best meat
2: I've ever. Really? Eaten. Wait a minute, mountain really? Lion. Mountain lion? Yeah. Are you shitting me?
0: No, it's fantastic.
2: Really, oh, you yeah. can eat mountain lion? You eat? Actually, yep, yep. That is. Yep.
0: Awesome. I've only killed one. I killed a big lion a few years ago in BC, and and oh, uh, yeah. and we ate it. And uh, it was oh. funny because I was around all these. Guides, like I'm running into hunting guides. I'm not, I'm not bragging because the hunting guides are amazing guys and they've taught me so much. But I was around all these hunting guides. I was like, hey, you guys, when we if we kill a lion, like we're gonna eat it. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it's you know, it can have trichinosis in it because they can have parasites in it. I was like, yeah, so same with bears. Like, yeah, oh, what are we doing then? You know, and they're like, I'm like, have you eaten it? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've eaten it. And I'm like, oh, what's it like? They're like, oh, you know, it's all right you know i'm like oh have you eaten it oh yeah, yeah i eaten it and i'm like because these guys are lifelong lion hunters yeah. so i'm like oh you've eaten it yeah what's it like yeah you know, kind of like what he said you know <laughs> it's all right you know <laughs> Liars. okay yeah so we kill this huge lion and we butcher it i'm like we're eating it And so like the first i guess tray we cooked like we had all these medallions right we took the oh. back straps which is the Every mammal has it. it's the two kind of tubes of meat that align your spine, mm-hmm. right? So we cut those out, we sliced them up, seasoned them with salt and pepper, put them on the grill, like literally just like little chicken nuggets, right. if you will, right? Just literally salt and pepper and the cat. They didn't even make it to the table, and these oh. guys that were like, yeah, you know, what I mean, you know, they're just, I mean, like a couple of crushing it, mm, oh, why. like they're jelly donuts, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, you I'm, I'm, and then we had um, we we made roasts that night. Mm-hmm. We we're having kind of a dinner party, if you will. And so we made black bear, which no one likes to eat
1: yet is amazing. It's
0: fantastic. Really?
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh. So I didn't I didn't know people didn't like to eat it. I mean, it's a little well,
0: well. People always say like they they like to say, "Well, was that bear eating blueberries? Because if he was eating blueberries, then I'll eat it. But if he was eating rotten, gross salmon, then it's going to taste like rotten, gross salmon, which mm. is." The furthest thing right. from the truth. Huh. Like, and i a buddy of mine was not really into eating bears. And um, so he was guiding some other bear hunters. And I said, Hey, before I come up, I want you, if you guys are successful before I come up, I want you to take the oldest, nastiest, slimiest, wormiest. Cause these bears, like, they'll crap worms out. Mm. Like they get parasites so bad. Literally, when they have a bowel movement, worms will literally be crawling through their poop. Mm. I said, I want you to find the nastiest bear. Wormiest bear, because that's what they always say. Oh, they have worms. We're gonna eat it. <laughs> and so I went up there, and he's like, "I got them for you, man." He's like, "This bear was eating." He's like, "We killed this bear next to a hatchery where they're collecting salmon." Uh-huh. And he's like, "I mean, this thing was eating salmon that looked like chocolate pudding. They were so rotten." Wow. He pulled it out. He pulled it out of the bag. The bear's fat was yellow. It was ugh, wormy. It stunk. I was like, "That's what we're eating. We're eating that bear." <laughs> And we prepared it that night. You, you know that kind of embarrassment when, like, let's say the five of us got a large pizza. Let's say we're all kind of hungry and we eat all the pizza, and then it gets down to one piece. You have it. No, no you have it. No, no. we all want it. Like, right. We're literally willing to kill each mm. other with a knife for it. <laughs> we're like, oh, Darren, this is your studio. You, have it. you go ahead. Man. It was like that. Like the bear meat was gone. And we're having conversation and people would stand up embarrassingly with the spoon, with the holes in the spoon and like scoop through the gravy and just sit back down because it was gone. Like they're looking for that one last piece that's still sitting in the bottom of the roaster pan. It's like, it was so fantastic. But we, we made black bear, mountain lion, and then bighorn sheep. And bighorn sheep is very, very good eating, but... When we were cooking it, the guy, all the guys were like, "No one's eating the bear, no one's eating the lion, and everyone's gonna eat that sheep." The only thing left at the end of the night was sheep. sheep. Wow. That amazing. Yep. Lion was gone, amazing. and like, and then the guy, one of the guides that had told me, like, "Yeah, I've eaten lion before," like I could see it in his face. He was lying, but he wasn't lying to deceive me. He didn't want to admit to me that they really never eaten a lion, right? right? Yeah, right. right. So. Yeah. When we got done eating the lion for the nights that we were there, we were getting ready to go home, and he came up to me. He's like, can I have the rest of your lion? Because we couldn't eat it all. He's a 185-pound cat. So he's like, mm. can I have the rest of your lion? I'm like, yeah. And we butchered it all beautiful, vacuum-packed it. I mean, it was gorgeous, and he took it all with him. And he sent me a picture a couple days later of him as, like, four kids, his wife. They're, they're, and they're a bush family. Like, they live in a cabin in the bush, and, like, they're all sitting there eating a lion at night. and It's fantastic. And then now, so my friend... That I made eat the stinky bear. Mm -hmm. They, because they kill a lot of bears, they're like, now he saves all of his bears. And then he went to town and talked to the, um, like the soup kitchen in town. Mm -hmm. And he just said, like, hey, we're, you know, we kill a lot of bears because he's outfitting a huge mountain area. So he Mm -hmm. has clients and they're killing. And he goes, will you guys take bear meat? And she goes, oh, yeah. Not only we have a waiting list, we have a waiting list of people that are fighting to get bear meat he's like, oh, and they've been like, not tossing it, but like legally you don't have to take the bear meat. Mm. Legally you can leave the bear meat in the wilderness for other bears and animals to eat. Like it doesn't go to waste, but eagles will eat it, ravens will eat it, you know, all these other animals will kind of come to it and eat it. And so sometimes a client would want the bear meat, but sometimes they would just leave it in the forest to be reabsorbed Mm. and eaten by the wildlife. And people like to think, again, we anthropomorphize everything, so people like to think like, oh, they wasted it. Well, mm. while I wouldn't kill a bear and leave the meat in the wilderness, that's not for me, it's not going to waste. A human's not eating it,
1: mm. but a lot
0: of other animals that, yeah. you know, I mean, you could run into a coyote, a fox. Yeah. Uh, it's um, like hogs an in Texas, right? They just,
1: leave, they just leave the hogs, but yeah, right. they're all eaten. The whole thing is going to be eaten. Yeah, they're gone. And
0: so, like, Mm. well, he's never left another piece of bear meat. I mean, literally has never (laughs) left another bear hindquarter or anything in the forest ever again. Either they eat it
2: or it goes to the soup kitchen. I got to say something before we we wrap up here. I know we're about to wrap up here. Uh, My father-in-law is a big-time hunter. He loves elk hunting. travels all. He packs in. Does all the things. I want to say something to Eddie Axter, You're a pussy. (laughs) Eddie, I'm sitting here next to a real, a real hunter. He eats lions, bears, bears sheep. and all, yeah. So, Eddie, that's a shout out to you, brother. Yeah. He's gonna love this show. Trust me. Okay. I, I was gonna
3: say you've done a ton of incredible things. Obviously, I mean, this has been so much fun. Yeah. Maybe the best thing you've ever done, or the most incredible thing you've ever done, is hold this man's attention for oh, two man, hours yeah. <laughs> yeah Darren's usually asleep after about an hour of these shows <laughs> oh boy for you to sit here he and, and for crazy. him to be on, the edge on of his my toes seat,
2: man it has been <laughs> that's, that's the an most incredible, incredible thing man. you've ever done just I an incredible it. and I'm not you know I went hunting what was it Tyler a year ago yeah well yeah. my 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 father-in-law yeah. took me out and uh and took a couple of friends and it was uh we went hog hunting and we didn't we didn't you know Kill a hog and yeah. find thing. End up shooting a coyote, which yeah. they were saying the same thing. Got to get rid of these coyotes that are yep. on yep. the property. Yep. But it was one of the best experiences because of the quietness. Yeah. And I came back and I told both of these two guys, it was at night. You couldn't hear anything. Oh yeah. And we're I'm talking an hour and a half outside of Dallas. Yeah. So the experience of maybe not. You know the hunting side, but the, the it's part the same of a, thing. It's yeah. the same
0: thing. Yeah, you don't have to go to the Arctic for mm-hmm. this. Yeah. You can experience the exact same quiet mm-hmm. that I'm experiencing. Yeah. Look at the same night sky. Absolutely. Like we're looking at the same night sky. I'm not looking at a different night that's sky. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. It's just it's totally. Yeah,
1: that's right. Man. I love that's it so Appreciate much fun.
0: It,
3: yeah. I love it. Well, we always uh, finish with this question, and and this oh goes God. more back to your journey than anything. Um, if you could go back to any point in your life and tell yourself one thing doesn't necessarily mean you change anything. If you just go tell yourself one thing, where do you go and what do you tell yourself?
0: Uh, Certainly back to I would want to have this idea in elementary school, and I would want to understand the fact that there's an an exponential curve in success, and the harder you work in elementary school Mm -hmm. is – gets you further in high school than you ever could have Mm -hmm. if you just let elementary school kind of pass you by. And the harder you work – well, let's say middle school. The harder you work in middle school, the further you will push yourself into high school if you just let middle school just kind of pass you on by. And and I'm using school as a reference, but it's with anything. Mm -hmm. Playing football, shooting your bow, painting a picture. like The more you pour yourself into any given – your diet – exercise Mm -hmm. reading a book that you wouldn't have read otherwise talking to a a girl that you really were too nervous to talk to but instead of going to talk to her for her phone number you really walked over to her introduced yourself and just wanted to really understand who she was Mm -hmm. and you wanted her to understand who you were so you could have a conversation all of these things the harder you work when you're a young man or woman kind of the more doors open the easier life gets and the more experiences are kind of presented to you which appear to be luck or anything but Mm -hmm. and so i just if i realized how hard i could have worked in high school and how many Mm -hmm. people i could have introduced myself but you convince yourself that you're a punk kid you really don't have any opportunities you really have no business talking to this Mm -hmm. person or doing this thing and really you want to do everything else that 17 year olds are doing which is virtually nothing and you just kind of like float through that space when I would want to try to harness my time much better in those stages mm. of my life to understand that it was going to like, I've hit this mark in my life, but I missed a whole bunch. Yeah, mm. I felt yeah. short a whole bunch. Yeah. I'm 46 years old right now. And I feel like I still have
2: so much to learn.
0: So, now. I yeah. mean,
2: same with ben. Same. I do not
0: feel like I'm an, yep. an intelligent man in the least. Like mm. I don't, I am not the best, even in my career. Like, My crew, I'm easily the least talented person on my crew, easily, by a factor of 10. Like, the three gentlemen that I work with, if they were sitting here, would blow your mind. Like, maybe not sitting here talking, that's maybe not their suit. Mm -hmm. But if they showed you what they could do with a camera, if they showed you what they could do Mm -hmm. with a violin, if they showed Mm -hmm. you what they could do with a computer, you'd be like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I would just want to tell myself, like, life is not just passing by. It's not about, like, I think our parents have been lying to us our entire lives. And I think their parents have been lying to them their entire lives. You don't have to get married. You don't have to get married when you're a young person. You don't have to be married to have children. You Mm -hmm. don't have to stop renting and buy a house because that's the smartest financial decision. Like, you don't have to do the things that the people have done before you. Mm -hmm. You can do it your way. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go to prom if you don't want to. I'm making this, I'm pulling Mm -hmm. this stuff Uh, out of left field, but... You don't have to buy a brand new car. And there's a whole bunch of ways also. Like if money is important to you, as a young person, you can generate wealth yeah. more than you can even fathom. You right. just can't do the things that everyone is doing around you because mm. everyone around you is not generating those those mm. instances, whether that be That's experience awesome. or a bank account. Yeah. That's probably I the best answer that, we've ever gotten to that That's question. Yeah, That's awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Dude, thank you guys so okay. much. Great. Yeah, yeah, appreciate you coming in early. Yeah, so, so much better this. in person. Like you, yeah. like we
0: mentioned. Yeah, and, I didn't want to do this old yeah. Zoom. Yeah, though, oh, uh, that's terrible.
1: That's been the hardest thing. You know, we launched uh, a year and a half ago, and. Okay. And about a year of it yeah. was, was literally, we had a couple months, I guess a month or so yeah. that we were doing in person. And then we had to adjust and do, you know, just because totally. of the circumstances. But yeah. man, at, for us, man, we can, we feel the conversation. It's it's just, so, it's so much better yeah. when yeah. we're in person. So we appreciate
2: you without well, having you to tell a story gosh, man. and you put us in the damn story. Oh, good, tonight. good.
0: So can yeah. I, so uh, we didn't even get to talk about football, but.
2: Oh, we don't talk about it. We ball. don't talk I about I know about what I was, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm curious about. That's what I'm curious about.
3: We have a strict no football policy yeah. on
2: this
1: we'll, Yeah, we'll, that'll be the follow-up. That yeah. we'll, uh, we'll connect. Maybe, yeah. maybe on, a, on a trip, we'll get this yeah. guy out there. We'll yeah. do a trip. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah. all hey. about ball. Hey, okay. he talked about baby Love. steps.
3: Hey. My baby step is camping in your backyard. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> thank you. You think I'm... He thinks I'm the worthy. This is the one. Yeah. yeah, he is. Uh, like, this is the one. Yeah, I'm,
1: yep. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. And uh, he's the most country, right? He's West no, Texas. No, Texas, I, I'm yeah.
3: from the country, but I'm not, not. What are no, all no, three not, of you,
0: what, what do you fear most in life? Not 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 socially, but like mm. what what's the hard thing that spiders,
2: snakes, heights? Mm. Snakes. What? No, snake, you just said. You don't like snakes. No, I can't even look at a snake on TV. Can't. I can't. And I grew up. Differently, I I could see a snake group in Phoenix, and, you know, I could see snakes, and my mom used to be afraid of snakes, and I could never understand, like, why are you so afraid? And I remember being at a Pop Warner game, and I had to be sixth, seventh grade, and my helmet fell out of the car, and we were in this, next to this field, and I went to grab my, I had to get down to get my helmet, and there was a snake, and I swear to God, (laughs) that, that. (laughs) that that was it like it was like it wasn't like it was like going away from me oh yeah and i still was like oh i saw it slither and i was like Fuck, i can't uh, look at snakes uh, anymore that's a great story
1: i get a video i get a video i gotta show you my wife's the same way as dan yeah. i, I got a video i gotta show you uh after this oh yeah, about, seen, oh yeah yeah uh what's yours Ben?
3: <sighs> probably snakes really uh, Probably snake, and I don't know why yeah. I've never had a close encounter or anything like that. I mean, it's just it's an irrational close. fear. It well, just, they
0: mm-hmm. they say it's actually because um, I always thought it was irrational, but people say it kind of lives in our DNA, right? That's our self preservation. We kind of mm-hmm. understand like certain things bite, certain things come mm-hmm. with you know mm-hmm. consequences. Huh. But yeah. there you go. so I think for me, so I'm not a pussy. It, uh, frogs. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>
1: not wrong, <laughs> yeah. For me, it's it's spiders. It's spiders oh. because. They're sneaky little bastards, right? (laughs) Like, you you may not even know that they're Mm -hmm. there, right? And you get, I mean, you think of, like, a brown recluse, right? Like, Mm -hmm. those things are, they're not that big. They're not going to be like, oh, my gosh, this is tarantula. This Mm -hmm. is a big thing, right? And then it bites, and then your flesh
2: just starts dying. Dude,
3: ninth grade biology, I watched a a video on spiders, and they were doing black widows, and a black widow was hiding in a shoe, Mm -hmm. and this guy puts a shoe on it, but I... That was ninth grade. I don't know how many years ago that no, was. Liter- I still think about that every literally, time I put so, my shoes on.
1: So I, I keep my boots. I have this little rack in my garage. Um, and literally every time I get my boots, I pound stump, them on the, the ground. The I pound them on the ground. <laughs> See, that's to just try like to me looking the through the windshield on the way here. Yeah. 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 Just thinking yeah. before it
0: happens. I actually slept with, um, a, it's called a, a red back spider, but it's Australia's version of the black widow. It's a black widow. On steroids. Well, it's
1: Australian version, so it's way worse. <laughs> way worse. Yes. <laughs> so I, I
0: was sleeping on a cot in this little um, tent area, and we had left to go hunting, and then Kyle Nicolite, our director, he'd stay back to do some work, and he's like, while we were out, he's like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clean everyone's little tent area, so like, and he had rolled my mattress up. There was a big female with a whole nest that I'd been sleeping with for like ten days. Come on, yeah. no. See, that's way. what I'm
1: saying. Like I'm like my skin's crawling right now. Like that's the stuff you don't <laughs> even know it's there. I was and in a like, cot, and she, her nest was like
0: right there. right
1: Yeah. So she didn't nah, bug me at all. But yeah. you
0: should look up um hun- or should I not? huntsman or huntsman, sh- huntsman sh- spiders huntsman huntsman yeah mm, just like h u n t s m a n they're right? in Australia. You guys have all seen them on TV shows or whatever, but we were around them a lot. But they're like, you know, oh, oh Lord. like top eight, most poisonous. They, they can't kill you. They just make you sick. But like, you see them on a the wall. Like you come in and, the and they're around people. But you come in and you're like, see, oh, I, like I feel like
1: they're crawling on me now. Really? Like, I'm just not. They're big. Yeah, if you like look a tarantula up, or bigger than? Oh, way bigger. Way oh, bigger. in God. fact,
0: I think this might be a lie, but I think they're responsible for killing more people than any other spider because they'll pop out when people are driving and they cause car accidents.
3: Oh. Oh, my
0: god. Like, pop out of the car? Like, they'll be on a visor. Like, they, they like oh, being around see. human dwellings. Why? We would watch them. Stop asking questions. Yeah. Can we move on?
3: Our, our tent.
0: <laughs> our tent <laughs> would have these pipes in them, and these spiders would come out at night. Like, oh, they're massive.
2: I've never seen them squirt. Yeah, <laughs> 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 seriously. I'm I thought no, you were like, we're just going down this really, like, hey, you you know, know, really yeah. bad patch right now. Donnie got you. Donnie got your ass. You got Heights. Heights. Heights Okay yep. so, so that
3: like, used to bother me It doesn't bother me much anymore So when
0: I, I It doesn't really bother me that much I just have to like If we're climbing a cliff Or To a top of a tree or something I just I just have to Take Stay one second it. Do you like, feel
1: it in your butt so. cheeks? <laughs> Like that's when hype for me. Hey, Maybe sorry, I hold you. on, hold on. That was a sorry. that was a that was a Ben comment. You not even not, he's well, not dude, the same see, dude anymore. See, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to dig into this. Like we're we're on from spiders. That, now we're gonna talk about that was out of left field. No, I'm telling. you I don't know about maybe it's just me but when like oh, for example the Put- Sears you, Tower the Do Sears Tower in Chicago in butt right? butt Willis Tower now oh, whatever okay, it is no, we gotta listen to right? this now. When, you're, when you're up high and you look down that's where I feel it I feel oh, in oh, yeah. oh, my butt cheeks yeah. like you like, to like, move yeah. up yeah. yeah I feel like the tingle in my butt yeah, cheeks yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah the spider got you yeah, yeah he's coming all disoriented
3: you're talking cheeks mine's the actual anus oh the sphincter the sphincter is where you
2: feel it yeah alright though well how hey donnie how do we uh, find you man how, did, how does our audience find you
0: um same stuff like donnie vincent i think it's donnie underscore vincent on instagram um, I,
3: you're being selfish on i you need to post more
0: <laughs> oh yeah oh, yeah i get. It. yeah i'm yeah
1: i, I yeah I the try, once a week's but, not working for me yeah. <laughs> so your films though where yeah where can people find your films
0: um most of it on com. We sell them right now. I'm kicking around actually making them free just to get people to watch them more. That We do have one free one out called Winds of Adak. Winds of Adak. Yeah, yep. that's okay. it's a project we did with Benelli, which is a gun company. Yeah. Um, we went to Adak. That's the boat store. As okay. I was telling you. It's, yep. I, I think it's, there are elements of the film that I don't like, but I think it's pretty interesting. Um, and then uh, and then there's a, a film that we did. It's, it's not a film. It's just a short, but we call it Who We Are. Yeah. And um, that was a piece that we did. It kind of explains why I hunt. Uh, we did it for National Geographic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ended up not wanting to use it at all, so we just released it. And mm-hmm. it was a, kind of an audition tape. They wanted to do a TV show about us, but they didn't want us to hunt. And so I said, well, I'm not going to do a TV show unless I can hunt. Yeah. And, and um, we had an awesome concept for a show, but um, we sent that in. And, and uh, anyway, um, but yeah, just... Search my name and D-O-N-N-I. and I. Saying, here's yeah, your next Luke, here's type a, in Donnie
1: in YouTube and there you yeah. found him. Yeah. Here,
3: here's your next concept. Take us two out hunting. Yeah, and you would have some gold content. I promise uh, you. Oh, I. So, <laughs> okay, so you two now. No, no is but it, no. Is this how? Only say us two. Right, no, 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 it's just us. It's just. Uh, don't worry well, about him. He's number one, not I, I want more alone time with Darren. But number two, <laughs> <laughs> you actually know what you're doing out there. We're we're gonna talk shit. We're clueless. That's why we don't want to include you. How was How was the
0: interview with Michael Easter?
2: That was good. Awesome. It was awesome. It was. It was w- awesome. Wish, it, wish we could have done it in person, but yeah. yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah, yeah.
3: And reading his book, we all three read his yeah. book or, or listened to it. We in were the asking audio. questions
2: about you, and he was before the show started. So yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Right yeah, on. It was good. Yeah. It was yeah, really
0: he's, good. Yeah. His experience was. It was cool to see him kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Navigate it all.
1: Well, it was great just because I mean he. Quantified it right, and he gave like the statistics. So that's what I, I love. Yeah, so yeah, he actually did research and yeah.
3: read thousands of studies and yeah. and did. I mean, and, and he was foreign to it too yeah. before it all. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and that was me and the be like, cool.
0: can you believe this? I'm like, oh, I can't believe that. But that's kind of how I feel. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Did he tell you all about almost getting lost? No, he almost got really, really lost one time, and like, <laughs> I mean, he almost like it would have been full search and rescue. Really? Oh, yeah. But we sent him up the hill. Uh, We'd killed two caribou, and we were done filming, and we had we were going to carry both caribou up the hill. And Uh so we said, Michael, take our cameras to the top of the hill and come right back down. I mean, literally, like, walk to that light and come right back down. He's like, okay, it's wide open. Like, Mm -hmm. we can see you. You can see us. Go there, drop them, come back. Okay. So all of a sudden, hours go by, and I'm like, he should be back by now. Mm -hmm. And so... I end up looking down the ridge to the east and I see him walking and we had kind of a, a food cache on this little runway. And I was like, Oh freaking awesome, dude. He's going to get like a little packet of rice or something. Cause we're going to eat caribou tonight. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to get yeah, yeah. salt and pepper. Like mm-hmm. some, I was like, dude, he's really falling into this wilderness, you know, right. camaraderie and uh, everyone's helping out and, So he goes on there, so we disregard it, and we start hiking up the mountain with the two caribou on our back, and then all of a sudden I look down the valley and I'm like, shoot, there's a grizzly bear coming. I'm like, I can see what I think is a grizzly bear. I'm like, there's a freaking grizzly bear. He's following. He's coming into the scent of our two dead bulls, Mm -hmm. and now he's going to – I know he's going to follow us back to camp, and now we're going to be dealing with a bear all night. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting and then we're watching, and we're watching this bear, but then the bear turns and is walking away, and I'm like, oh. There. And I'm like, is it on Is it walking upright? Which bears will do for yeah. a short distance And so then One of the guys is like The bear just glistened You know, like something shiny So we're like, what the hell So we look at him and it's Michael Walking in the opposite oh, direction Oh no In mm. the Arctic, like no one's around, right? He's walking And he thinks he's coming back to us So oh, he walked no. up a mile east and now he's walking southeast straight away from us like he's oh. heading to the yukon territories and we had to dump our backpacks and freaking run go get him, go, go, get chase him yeah, go get him because he just thought he was coming right back to us And then we got to him you know our cameras are very expensive we got to him we're like hey and he's like holy crap i thought i was coming to you guys we're like dude you're way out you're miles away mm. from us so we get him back, and we're, I'm like, where are the cameras? He's like, I have no idea. Oh, no. Like, way. I, and a huge storm was coming. He goes, I have no idea. He's like, they're,
1: like, they're here. Yeah, they're, they're somewhere here. between <laughs> <laughs> the sky.
0: And so they're, we found him, but it was like, holy cow, that was a lesson for us. Like, yeah. any of my crew, I'm like, go drop that stuff, come back. It's like, yeah. okay. But with Take him, the extra time. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Yikes. Oh, man. All right. Well, All right. you guys. Yeah. Man. Enjoy your you time. Enjoy your time in uh, Texas. You
2: brother. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, man. That was awesome. That was, was, was so fun. Yeah, yeah. Man.
1: But appreciate you again. Uh, Donnie Vincent. Go follow his yeah. stuff. Just just the cinematography alone. And, yes. and how well you Good guys job. shoot, man. Mm-hmm. It is like it's like planet Earth. It's artwork. It's, it's art. It's it's absolutely yeah. amazing. Do yourself Thank a you. favor and make sure you go check out his stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks again, guys. Donnie.
2: All right.